Hello, thanks for pressing play on this episode of The Committed with James Newcomb. My name is James Newcomb, and every day I just share something that is on my mind that is marketing-related, related to life, related to living a good life, and I invite you to check out what I'm up to. And I'm going to be featuring other people soon, but for now it's just me running my mouth and trying to get people interested in what I have to say. So if you want to find out more about myself and my new company, Committed Media, check it out at committedmedia.org. A couple of years ago, May of 2019, I was performing a solo concert in Virginia Beach, Virginia, where I lived at the time. And while it wasn't me just James Newcomb, the soloist in the concert, I was one of a few featured soloists, uh, but I was playing several solos. So it was a solo performance, but I was one of several performers. Now, I wanted to look good for this concert, and my hair was looking a little bit shaggy at the time, so I went to the barber down the road. Just wanted, you know, to look nice and sharp for the big performance. Now, in the past, when I've gotten my hair cut, I've just said to the person cutting my hair, uh, like the number two, please. And it would always work out just fine. It, they'd do the thing, they'd do the clippers on the side and then the scissors on the top, and it looked nice. Well, this particular time, it didn't quite work out that way. The gal took her clippers, the, you know, the electric clippers, and, well, she did a number two on, on the top of my head. <laughs> I mean, she took off everything but maybe a centimeter of hair. The first pass on top of my hair, she took the clippers and just went to town on the top, and I just, (gasps) what have you done? I said in sheer horror. She was a little shaken up, to say the least. She said, I just did what you told me to do. She's showing me the number two thing, the, the little attachment that you put on the clippers. And I guess that word that you never want to hear in the barber shop is oops. I, and, and maybe a close second is, well, it'll grow back. I mean, you can't reattach hair once it comes off. Now, this poor girl was just doing what I told her to do. And although in the past, I think the number two would be applied only to the sides, and then they would use the scissors for the top to make it, you know, look all nice. And it, I think it would have been nice if this gal would have kind of had a little bit of situational awareness, see that I did have a full head of hair and I had hair on the top. And it, it could have been a little bit wise for her to just say, uh, you do realize that you're basically going to look bald and just make sure that she was going to give me what I was asking without before just doing it and like giving me what I asked for without maybe fully understanding what I was getting myself into. But that's, it is what it is. And it did grow back for the record. So this was a Friday afternoon and Friday evening. I did the concert. I was in my suit and my tie, dress shoes, and my cue ball head. It was a little bit awkward because people knew me and they knew how I looked and it was 
may have been a little bit of a shock for people to see me on the stage with my hair shaved off. But you know what? At the end of the day, Brahms is dead, and he really doesn't care about the hairstyle of the person playing his violin solo on the cornet. Well, let's fast forward to about a week ago. This is April of 2021, and I was... My wife had taken a video of me playing fetch which with our little poodle. And at the very end of the video, I bent down or something. I could see the top of my head. And I couldn't help but notice but that I was guilty of the massive comb-over syndrome, spelled S-I-N-D-R-O-M-E. I was doing everything that I could to hide the fact that I was losing hair at a rate that I wasn't willing to accept. So I made a decision. I went downstairs to the Vietnamese fellow who cuts my hair. I took out my iPhone and showed him a picture of a guy with a buzz cut. And I just pointed to my head and said, this is what I want. Just motioned with my, you know, with my hand saying, this is, I want to look like this. This person actually, <laughs> he, he had that awareness. He was like, okay, I'm used to cutting this guy's hair this way and I'm, and he just took the scissors and he was being really careful. And I just said, nope, I want it all gone. So again, I'm back to the cue ball look. And um, so I'm going to figure out something with my hairstyle that will work with my uh, current predicament, meaning that I have, I have a, a few bald spots on my head. I'm not going to fool myself into thinking I'm 25 and grow hair as long as I can and then comb it over. I'm not going to do that. So in a way, I think that that young girl at the cost cutters in Virginia Beach two years ago sort of did me a favor by doing that because it made me comfortable in my own skin, literally with no hair on top of my head. I'm embracing the hair loss, not just from being cut off by the barber, but just nature. Nature has decided that I am not meant to have hair without some sort of intervention with peptides or supplements of some sort. Now, the reason that I tell the story is because entrepreneurship is sort of like this. You get into something, a, a business of some sort, and you say, this is what I want, and then the reality hits, and it's kind of like the the clippers going over my head, you're like, wait a minute, I didn't sign up for this. Well, you sort of did when you made that decision to start that business. Uh, maybe it's a financial commitment that you didn't see coming, but you realize, well, this is part of the, this is part of being an entrepreneur. And at the very least, it causes you to step out of your comfort zone. You'll do things that you're going to make that will make you feel exposed unnatural, kind of like I felt when my hair was just cut off against my wishes back in 2019. You won't feel comfortable like you do working for the man. But like hair growing back, what's left of it, the ego heals. You make those necessary failures, and they are necessary. You have to fail in order to succeed. You can't, nobody starts something and just succeeds. It doesn't happen. It doesn't work that way. Failure is necessary in order for you to do what you're doing, either differently, maybe something completely different, different business, business entity, 
But at the very least, you're going to do it better and you're going to be wiser with it. So I have a mobile app that I have been building a little collection of ebooks, audiobooks, podcasts, um, trainings that I've put together that if you are interested in being an entrepreneur or if you're uh, dabbling in entrepreneurship and you want to some guidance on how to step out of your comfort zone and get you getting you on the road to making a living without working for the man, I invite you to check it out. It's right on the homepage at committedmedia.org. That's committedmedia.org. My name is James Newcomb, and I appreciate you pressing play on this episode of the podcast, and we will be in your earballs again soon.